Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana. Not the ESPN MT app today. Grizz Hockey's on the road. We're coming to you live from the Missoula Broadcasting Company studios right here on the north side of the Garden City. Happy to be with you. Myself, Andrew Houghton, filling in for Coulter Nuanez. We gave you the happy news yesterday. Coulter Nuanez, now a father. Congrats to the happy family. Hear that everybody's healthy. So good for them. If you're looking at us on SWX Montana Television, you can see Rajim Seabrook in studio. He'll be joining with me today as we go all around the wide world of sports. If it's Friday, you know it's a Floco Friday as well here on Nuanez Now. You can see Rajim's got his, uh, I assume, what is a, a triple black Americano in there. Armand Cheers, he you know you walk in, he gets his he gets his stein of of, of foamy libations. I walk into Floco. And many other coffee establishments on this great continent known as North America. And it's triple Americano, but the Floco is flowing through me currently. I've got myself a, a London fog back here, which from what I understand is just some, some Earl Grey and a little vanilla. It tastes heavenly. You can stay up late with us on a Friday because it is a Floco Friday. But you can stay up late with us every day here on 102.9 ESPN Radio because we're giving you chance to win $10 Floco gift cards every day for the foreseeable future. Text us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. Tell us what your Floco order is. Let us know 
and uh, we'll get you entered for a chance to win Florence Coffee Company gift cards. Again, text us, 406-888-1029, for your chance to win Florence Coffee Company gift cards. If you missed anything off the top, I am Andrew Houghton filling in here on Nuanez. Now we got a jam-packed show for you today, as we do every Friday. Myself and Rajim going to go all the way around the wide world of sports, and there is plenty of stuff to talk about. We're going to touch on a little bit of high school hoops. We're definitely going to touch on some Grizz and Lady Grizz hoops. We're going to play a little smarter dumb. Yes. I know Rajim is itching for the chance. That's like my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing on Freestyle Friday. Let's go. We're also going to uh, talk a little NBA. Hopefully that's my favorite thing. So I'm looking forward to talking a little NBA. And then, of course, we've got some big football games coming up this weekend as well. 49ers, Lions, Chiefs, Ravens playing for the right to go to the Super Bowl. We're going to talk our way all the way around those games. We're going to have plenty of laughs with the regime. We're also going to have plenty of laughs to kick off the second hour with Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports. We recorded about 30 minutes this morning. So all of Carolyn's sports and non-sports takes are hot and piping fresh. Rajim, happy to see you. You're looking resplendent in the purple. How are you doing? I'm well, man. It's uh, it's it's 40 plus degrees uh, at the you know the, almost at the transition from January to February here in beautiful Missoula, uh, Western Montana. Overall, I can't brag. It was nice to walk around today. I my four year old daughter and I went on a like a, a, a mile and a half walk around town from, you know, our place to the bakery and got a taco for lunch. And it was just nice to be outside and um, then kind of took back to our man in the middle who usually like literally occupies the space between you and I and eclipses us in the process um, is, is, is a fresh father. So I was having great a great day with my daughter and then thinking about our very good friend and, and, and co-host of his own show about him and his beautiful wife and amazingly fresh newborn baby. So tipping the hats off to Mr. McCall and Coulter and everyone else with the name Nuanez that's deep, near and dear to them. Isn't it beautiful that we have this the spring-like weather and the sun comes out right as uh, Coulter's new baby enters the world? I just thought that was very poetic. Anyway, it does feel like it's about March 30th right now in Missoula, yeah. which I'm not really complaining about. I'm just a little worried about Absolutely. what that means. <laughs> yeah, the, the, fall, the fallout, as in ash flakes, maybe in July. If we don't get more snowflakes now, we'll definitely be having ash flakes uh, later on uh, 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 this summer. But for now, just em- embrace the sunlight and the warm weathers and enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, Coulter, congratulations once again on being a freshly minted father, which I predicted the date, ladies and gentlemen, and almost the time within the time frame. Yeah, if you were uh, if you were this good at betting on sports, you'd be a lot more comfortable. But it is true. We had a little baby pool going on here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. I'm pretty good at betting. You just have to have, like, I'm good at betting. I just don't have the money to bet. Yeah. Like, if you give me the money, if, like, you want to invest in me, like, I'm, I'm really good at fantasy. I pick things out. I, like, I cover, like, I get it. But, you know, you got to have money to gamble. So, but I have the mindset. You do. Uh, he's got the intuition. It is true that Rajim hit closer to anybody uh, the date and time of the delivery of Coulter Nuanez's beautiful new baby. Rajim Seabrook in studio with me, Andrew Houghton, filling in for Coulter Nuanez on Nuanez now, 102.9 ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television today. If you're watching on SWX, you see I've joined Rajim 
in studio. Happy to be with you here today. All right, let's talk a little bit of sports. We're in an interesting place on the sports calendar for me because it feels like football season just ended, and football season pretty much did just end for me with the Grizz going all the way to the national championship game. So I'm trying to get that out of my system, trying to get into hoop season, which is my favorite season, and it's just been difficult. Have have you been able to keep up with sort of the transition of seasons into basketball here? First of all, you know, like you're saying, hoops is your primary sport. Of uh, And I love hoops, don't get me wrong. But uh, football season's never over. First of all, the NFL's still kicking. That's uh, that's number one. But there are the second seasons that come after, you know, the initial games and postseasons and bowl championships. There's, there's people in tra- that are in a transfer portal. Um... There's the hiring and firings. There's pre-draft talk. So, like, for me, football is so year-round, and I'm so vested in every aspect of it that, like, to me now it's here's the nitty-gritty of it. Here's 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 the things that, you know, everyone else kind of checks out of. This time of year, I'm checking back in because this is this is the foundation, the backbones for teams to come or universities or programs. So the things that are happening now are a foreshadow of what is to come. It's so true. It's, you know, football never rests, and that's why football never loses, right? It keeps your attention all year long. And and on that topic, we got to start. We're going to talk some basketball. Don't worry about it. We got to start with the football news that came out of the University of Montana yesterday. Yes, sir. Bobby Houck sticking around for another three years. What did you think? What was your initial reaction? I was surprised. You know, I, 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 as are many, and not that, you know, I needed or wanted Bobby to go anywhere, but I just think that his success sometimes breeds other opportunities in life. And if, you know, if he stays, um, I'm not surprised. If he goes, I'm not shocked. Uh, but I'm, I, I like the fact that he has um, been retained for another three years. I think it's a great. Um, I think it's great for this program that was so close on bringing it all home last, uh, you know, just a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I think that's a testament to who he is as a coach. Like, maybe I could have entertained some other things. Maybe I could have entertained retirement. But him wanting to stick it out for the next three years, especially when you look at who's coming up in the next three years and who is here in the next year or two. It's a, it's a, it's it's. It, it, the bowl is full of fruit. If you if, if if you get what I'm saying, that's absolutely right. And I think that sort of a couple circumstances around the way the season ended made this more likely than not. First of all, you go to the national championship game, right? Yes. We all knew that Bobby Houck's contract was expiring at the end of this season, and there was a lot of questions during the season, particularly in the middle of the season when they were down. Right. And it didn't look like they were going to be able to make any noise, whether, you know, Bobby Houck would have the choice to come back. Mm-hmm. The way that they ended the season made it clear and obvious that the ball was going to be in his court as to whether he wanted to come back or not. It was going to be his decision and nobody else's. That was one part. The second part is you get all the way, you're 60 minutes away from a national title, you lose it. How can you not come back after that, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I I, I think that there's... If I'm Bobby and I'm in his position, not if I'm Bobby, if I'm me and I'm in his position with the, with the historic uh, 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 connotation association, you want to win it and you want to win it here. Absolutely. You want to win it and you want to win it here. Like say if he went to Northern Colorado, I'm just saying that hypothetically, I don't want this to be taken and edited somewhere else. Hypothetically speaking, he goes to Northern Colorado, say he wins a championship. Would he be happy? Yes. Would he feel as fulfilled, possibly? It wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be the same. 
it wouldn't be the same. And I just think that he has these great opportunities to 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 get back to where he was or where they are and and get over that hump. You know, he's now what, 0 and four? In national title games, yeah, and I and I think that that is something that, as meticulous and methodical as Bobby Houck is, that he wants he wants he he wants to put a slash mark in that column to the left, and I think that he is 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 going to do everything possible. He signed on for three more years. That's saying something. That's also saying something to the kids that are already there. I'm committed to you. I'm committed to this process. I'm committed to these coaches, and the the, the outside the you know the further outer rim of the fan base. Like the love and the community, like togetherness that came in lieu of all that, like it was ridiculous. It was like, how could you not? And I like what you said, Andrew. How could you not? So yeah, good on Bobby for for staying and uh, and continue to build off the foundation of this Grizz program. I also think it was a big part of the selling pitch to the kids that he just brought in, right? I mean, they just did work in the transfer portal. You're bringing in yes, eight sir. kids. From all over the country, a bunch of kids who had played at, at top FBS levels, a couple other kids from other FCS schools. Yes, sir. That's got to be part of the pitch to them, right, when we're saying, hey, we're going to be here for three more years. We have the chance to build this. So I think uh, that might have been a, a sort of a foreshadowing of this contract extension getting announced. But I certainly think it's good for Grizz football. You know, I don't think Bobby Houck was, was ever going to leave for a head coaching job somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I thought that he could have been, you know, a special teams coordinator at some of the very lofty levels of football. Mm-hmm. All that speculation now put to rest for the next three seasons, and yeah, I mean, the the good news continues to flow for Montana football with that contract extension. Yeah, contract extensions, like you said, it was a very uh, uh, fruitful um, transfer port- portal uh, season, so to say, uh, for the Grizz. I like, you know, the old linemen, the quarterback transfer, the just just some good transfers from some big programs that will uh, will help fill some some much needed uh, holes due to. Guys leaving and graduating and moving on. So, um, yeah, good for the Grizz, good for this community, good for the university, good for the program. Let's go. And one more piece of Grizz football news that just came across the wire in the last half hour, news that I can almost guarantee you is not going to turn into anything. But, Rajim, how about this? Grant Vegan announces a Montana Grizzlies football offer on Twitter. Really? Yes, indeed. Interesting. Very interesting. Grant Vegan, of course, uh, the son, the son. <laughs> and a very, very athletically yeah. talented son. Oh, gifted of uh, of Montana State head coach Brent Vegan. Uh, he was. Uh, yeah, that's. I wish you could see the baffled look on my face. Like that is a. Uh, that's when truth is stranger than fiction, my friend. It's it's it was a little bit uh, shocking. I yes. had to, I had to make sure I wasn't getting trolled by a, a fake Twitter account, but no, came came right across. In the last half hour, again, I okay. can almost guarantee you that Grant Vegan will not be going to the University of Montana. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah. just something <laughs> interesting not. to mention. Uh, we're drinking Floco here on Floco Fridays. It's pretty good. On 102.9 ESPN Radio, myself, Andrew Houghton, sitting in with Rajim Seabrook. On this beautiful Friday afternoon in Missoula, one more read for our great friends at Florence Coffee Company. You can, they're staying open late. Do you need a lift at the end of the day? The Florence Coffee, Florence Coffee Company huts at South Reserve and Brook Street are now open until 8 p.m. And if you stop by late between 4 and 8 p.m. Monday through Friday, you can buy one, get one free at either shop. So you can definitely stay up late with the help of Florence Coffee Company. Think about that. 
Keep those texts coming in, 406-888-1029, for your chance to win a $10 Florence Coffee Company gift card. Take that gift card to one of those Florence Coffee Company huts between 4 and 8 p.m. You're going to buy one, get one free. Think about all the coffee you can get. Rajim, how's how's your uh, how's your Americano treating you? Buddy, this is well. This is like, you know, I'm almost back to baseline. This is my third triple Americano of the day. And anyone knows me, man, I live off coffee. Live off this stuff. Let's go. I'm happy because we're about to take a whirlwind tour around the wide world of sports here. Buckle in, folks. Let's go. I said we were going to talk some basketball. I love talking basketball. We're going to talk some basketball. We're going to get to Missoula High School basketball in the second segment for our Garden City Spotlight, brought to you by Missoula Electric Co-op. But uh, just around the state, what has stood out to you so far this season? Uh, A couple of things. Uh, Point disparities. Yes. have been off the chain. Um, you know, I, we, we can expound upon the state here in a second, but when I just look locally at some of the point differentials, I'm looking at what Loyola's doing, both girls and boys. Um, when you're putting up 70, 60, you're averaging almost you know 70 points a game. There are colleges, there are NBA teams, there are WNBA teams that pray and dream about scoring points like that. Like that, it's it's, it's just unheard of. And then when I look at the amount of points being scored and how they're being scored, and then who's scoring them is ridiculous. And 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 you know, not to talk out of segment, but. I'm looking in particular at those breakers from Loyola. They're like, incredible. That's incredible, man. And the two-headed monster that is the Hydra, and then everyone else is the wings and the claws and the teeth on there between Spencer Laird and, and, and Gio Horner. That's legit basketball. Well, you have two girls who can play multiple spots. Pick your poison because they're going to post you up. They're going to slash to the basket. They're going to finish. They're going to get other people involved. And then when you think about that's a freshman and a soft, uh, a freshman and a senior out there yep. doing that together, like that's ridiculous. Like the future for that program um, is is very bright with Spencer Laird. But right now with Gio Horner being the senior leader to that team, like what great polarity to have that. And then and and then as you know, when you look at the landscape of Class B basketball, like who's stopping that? That's right. Even at 10-2, and two, who's stopping that? Because their only losses came to Class A teams. That's right. So the, the buzzsaw right now, known as Gio Horn and Spencer Laird, legit basketball. Spoiler alert for the next segment. There's good basketball all around the Garden City, and we're going to get oh into boy. that. But the Hellgate boys are rolling. Loyola boys and girls are rolling. Uh, all six Class AA teams in Missoula won their games last night. It, it's pretty special right now, but... Around the state, just looking at some of the uh, the standouts around the state, Bozeman still undefeated at the class of uh, top class AA for the boys. That's a machine. Well, Kellen Harrison, he got the football Gatorade Player of the Year award. He's coming for the one on the hardwood too. He's he's a, a special special athlete. He is. He's like I, I got my red drink for football. I want my green drink for for basketball. So um, he's he's a freak. Like this this kid is is he's a He's a mix of so many different pieces. Like when I watch his game, he is just—he is strong. He is fluid. He is quick. He is fast. He knows how to elongate. He knows how to elapse. He knows how to collapse. Like this kid um, has been coached well physically, but his mental and like social emotional approach to this game, like the maturity he just kind of exudes on the court, is ridiculous. 
Yeah, he's and he's not a, a guy you would pick out of the lineup, right? He's only about six feet. He's not he's not huge and built. He's just no. such a great athlete and is just healthy. His, his mental is so strong, <laughs> right? Like uh dropped thirty four points against Gallatin in the crosstown game, uh I guess last weekend. That would be now, and and he's got Bozeman rolling there, undefeated at the top of Class AA. Mm-hmm. Looking elsewhere in the state, uh, Hamilton, right down in the Bitterroot. Jeff Safford gave you a look at the Hamilton Bronx in yesterday's Bitterroot breakdown. You can always find that if you missed it on the Nuanes Now podcast. Uh, Nuanes Now podcast brought to you by the MSU Bookstore, the M Store, and Schulte Law. But Jeff Safford gave you a rundown of the undefeated Hamilton Bronx there in Class A. Class B, we talked about Missoula Loyola already. We're going to talk about them some more in the next segment. Class C still got a bunch of undefeated teams from the from the uh, the last high school basketball rankings here on 406 MT Sports. Scoby, Box Elder, Custer, Heisham, Lincoln, all still undefeated in Class B. And then Class, uh, class, class. AA for the girls... I just think the story of girls basketball across the state this year has been just the individual talent. There are so many great players going on to the next level. I mean, we've got D1 players at, at every level here in the state. And on both sides of the state. That's right. Uh, it, it, it's ridiculous. It's it, um, it's a testament to the attention, the focus, I dare say the money, love and energy that has been funneled uh, into into girls backslash women's basketball over the past couple of years. Um, this is what it develops, folks. Like these these girls are are not only good but they're like scary. They're I mean like scary good. That's right. But you're right. That doesn't happen without the investment into Bingo. the game, the time Bingo. from the coaches, and the money. Of course, you're right. Uh, Brianna Williams has billing Skyview at the top class AA. Uh, she's going to actually. She's committed to Maryland. She was a nominee for the McDonald's All American game. Uh, go Terps, by the way. I was happy to see that. Uh, she's she's just. Uh, you don't often see players in any sport at that level coming out of Montana. I mean, it's maybe one a year, if that. Yeah, and they, I'm, like I said, they are pe- peppered across the state and then giving credence to what you said at every level, double A, A, B, C. Like, it's ridiculous. What a great time to... Uh, I need, I need to get my daughter out to more of these outings to, like, just start witnessing some amazing just basketball. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it, oh, what a good time. Rajim Seabrook joining me in studio. Of course he is. It's a Friday here on Nuanez Now, which means we can have some fun. You're listening to Nuanez Now. Let's go. 102.9 ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Uh, moving on here, because I want to talk a little bit of college basketball with Rajim as well. But as he was mentioned... Just incredible talent studded throughout the state and in all classes in girls' basketball in Class A. You've got Mason Quinn at Frenchtown. You've got the Gunlock sisters at Big Fork. They both have one loss. Uh, Paige Loafing at Huntley Project. In Class B, they're undefeated. Our friend uh, Blake Hempstead, who helps us out at Skyline Sports, great photographer. He's gotten to see a lot of Class B basketball over there in Anaconda. He says that he thinks... Paige Loafing's the best player in the state regardless of class. Hard to argue with them with what they're putting up over there at Huntley Project. And even Class C, Seiko Whitewater-Hinsdale, Tegan Erickson's committed to Montana State. She's an exceptional player. They're undefeated in Class C. So just an incredible run of talent throughout the state. You know what I'm looking forward to is, uh, at the end of the season, this All-Star game. 
No doubt. Like, either east, west, or north, south. Are you kidding me? Like, all of these D1 commits. And then going back to, if you look at some of these same rosters that you're talking about, if you look at some of the freshmen, we're going to be having the same conversation in three years. That's right. Going back to Spencer Laird, who will be one of those people who will be like, hey, we know you're going to school, young lady. Your problem is, where do you want to go to school? Yeah, because I mean, a couple of the a couple of these young ladies, that's that's gonna be where do you, where do you want to go to school? It's a good problem to have. Hey, healthy problems, man. It comes from good family, good community. Let's go. That's right. We're gonna talk more high school basketball in segment number two with a closer look around the high school basketball teams in Missoula for our Garden City Spotlight. But Raj, let's talk some college hoops. Have you gotten a chance to hit up a bunch of a Grizz and Lady Grizz games so far this season? I have, man. I've, uh, you know, thanks, thanks for all the the beautiful comp tickets here down here at the uh, Missoula Broadcasting System. That, you know, I, I kind of get in like a sweat equity kind of way. Um, yeah, it's been an interesting season. Grizz basketball feels a little different right now. There's a there's a culture that's kind of humming around the men that's that that's different. There's different dudes there, different guys there, so there's a different vibe. And then I can't I can't put a finger on the pulse of the lady grizz. Like yeah. I you know it's like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Doc, like one night they're stomp. You know they are literally curb stomping the the, the 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 whatever out of a person. And then other nights it's like really lethargic and like ho hummish. So. Um, I, I don't know where they're at in their own situation, and maybe they don't either, which is why it's it's been like, you know, not so much peak valleys, but just a, a little inconsistent at times. It has been. Let's start with the men, just yeah. because I'd, I'd honestly rather talk about the men's team. Different vibe, as you mentioned, and I'd, I'd rather have talked about this before last night when they got blown out 72-46 to 46. At, at Portland State, they only scored 15 points in the second half. By far their worst loss of the season. But before that, they were looking really good, and they were looking really good in a different way to a lot of Travis DeCure's previous teams. It seemed to me that the Grizz had, had finally embraced, you know, we're going to outscore a bunch of teams. We have the pieces on the floor to outscore a bunch of teams, and so that's going to be a little bit more of our focus rather than making sure that we lock down on defense first and then anything that happens after that is sort of gravy. And you can see that in a lot of Travis DeCure's lineups. I mean, Anand Moody, Deshaun Thomas, they're getting a lot, a lot of run, and they're putting up a lot, a lot of points. I mean, prior to this, what I think is going to be an outlier loss at Portland State Mm-hmm. Chris scores 77 points in a win over Weber State. They score 87 points. Shoot the lights out in Bozeman. Score Ridiculous. 90 points in a win over Northern Arizona. Lose despite scoring 92 points at home to Northern Colorado. The Big Sky uh, Summit League Challenge. Put up 82 on South Dakota. They put up 96 on North Dakota State. This is Travis Takir's highest scoring team by far. It just seems like he there's been a little shift of philosophy. I think and that's what I'm and that's what I was talking about, the like the energy that's kind of percolating and circulating around the team. Maybe, you know, the the kids are always gonna be there. That's right. Basketball's always gonna be there. Maybe Coach DeCure has changed. Maybe he has embraced a different way of thinking and a different way of employing the way he wants to get his point across so that his kids are now producing the way in which they are. These young men, sorry. I'm old. There's my there's my ageism right there, these kids. Well, it's true. I'm old enough to be like one or two of their grandfathers. I'm like crusty old. But anyway, <laughs> these 
these these transitions in the program have allowed people to play a bit more free. Here's what I know from basketball. Teams that sometimes are so defensively um, oriented and aren't as focused on points as tra- some of Travis's um, teams have been, defense is good, but it doesn't allow you that flow. It doesn't like it doesn't give you that. Is Marty Moore would say doesn't give you the juice, the expression. It doesn't give you that ability. Yeah. And there's a and and basketball players are kind of artists in that way. They need to express. They need to throw it down. They need to play their game. They need to get out and do their things. And then I think once you're once you're juiced, then you're able to lock down on defense. And I think the switching mentality. Um, and 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 philosophy, as you said, Andrew, has has paid some dividends because the team looks a little freer. They don't look as like bogged down, tense. as yeah. tense. Like like you're looking over your shoulder, like you know your dad's looking, drilling you in the back of the head. Like, hey, I want you to mow the lawn, but I'm gonna watch you the entire time. <laughs> you know, like you just that that feel isn't there as it has been in, in you know in some past seasons. I think if you've ever played basketball, you know exactly what Rajim's talking about, and it's a it's a really well taken point, Rajim. But it it also they have still been able to compete on defense. They're they're still playing hard on defense, but I think he's exactly right in that you know they're 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 looking they're looking to express themselves first, knowing that they're still going to be able to put the effort in on defense. The way it plays out on the court, X's and O's wise, well, on and Moody's running around a million picks and handoffs a game. He's got the green light to rise and fire if he gets an inch of space on on the side of any of those. Take Deshaun it. Thomas is picking and popping. He's a six eight guy who can shoot forty five percent from three and he's gonna shoot over everybody if you're even, you know, a step late on the contest. You got those two guys who have just green lights even on some shots that I think a lot of traditional basketball people would call a bad shot. Oh well, but it stresses the defense out so much knowing that you can't step away from either of those guys for even a second, and that just opens things up so much for Brandon Whitney. See, and I, I like those "quote unquote" bad shots. Those bad shots are good shots, which make the good shots great shots. That's because right. It opens up the floor, it creates spacing, and it creates new pathways for people to get open outside of the confines of the offense. And right now, defenses are stressed; like they they can't. You know, you can't zig because the team's about to zag. And the ability that the Grizz have displayed, I would say in the last four games, there's something different there. And I like it. And I and this uh the Moody boy is nice. Isn't he isn't the he Moody Boy is nice. I was there in Bozeman, I was sitting courtside. He's got two points in the first half. Montana State's doing a really excellent job on him. He's got two points in the first half. As soon as he hits the first one in the second half and, and gives a little look, the student section's been talking to him all day, right? He's got two points in the first half. They're letting him have it. <laughs> hits the first three in the second half, gives a little look to the student section. I'm like, okay, that's the one to watch right now because he is about to go off. And what did he do? 16 points in the second half. By the end of the game, he's blowing kisses to the student section as he walks off the court. The Grizz put up 87 points and win at 87-77. He's the most dangerous kind of scorer because all he needs is an inch and all he needs is to see one go in. Yeah, that's uh, you know, and, and, and who he reminds me of in that situation is Damon Lillard. Like, yeah. just that, I just need that inch. I just need that little spark. And then 14 points, 22 minutes later, you're sitting there looking, what, what, what just happened? I love it. Let's go.
Rajim Seabrook sitting in with me, Andrew Houghton, right here on Nuanez now. Happy to be with you on a Friday. We're going to table some thoughts about the Lady Grizz because I think the Lady Grizz are also really interesting to talk about. They're coming off two uh, blowout wins after their rivalry loss in Bozeman. We're going to save that maybe for later in the show. Coming up next, we're going to get you up to date with everything that's happening in high school basketball in the Garden City. It's our Garden City Spotlight brought to you by Missoula Electric Co-op. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Nuanez Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Classic, bringing us back here. On Nuanez now, 102.9 ESPN Radio, Andrew Houghton filling in for Coulter Nuanez, uh, new father Coulter Nuanez, that is. Rajim Seabrook sitting in studio with us. What up? Happy to have you here, Rajim. Uh, what's the theme for the music today? I know we always got a theme from Professor Rajim Seabrook for the music on Fridays. Well, you know, we did the, we spent the last year talking about the, 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 the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, one of the youngest genres of hip-hop in America, of music in America right now, but slowly going into the the recesses of the history books. Uh, I love House of Pain. That is, to me, the quintessential, like, one of the top three songs played at every high school, college, NBA game, just because of the the pun and play on words. But um, for a while... Hip hop was going into a really different direction. And when this song came out, it just brought it back to kind of being fun again and light. And even though like jumping around isn't a form of dancing, it is a form of movement. And it was just like this this song just brought about a different feel to hip hop and just the world. Like it didn't matter if you were 62 or or two. Like you heard this song, you were jumping around, and then it paralleled with crisscrosses jumping. People were just jumping and you know tearing MCLs in middle school gym classes but it's a it's a great song it just it it is remiss of the of the early 90s when hip-hop was transitioning away from being so regionalized to the east coast and was spreading to the west coast and the southwest and the southeast so uh great song and then you know off the family tree of cypress hill so you can't go wrong anyway we got some cypress hill coming up i believe later on in the show let's go uh jump around yeah that song is going to live forever because they're going to play it in every sports stadium until the end End of time for all the reasons you just mentioned. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Talking a little bit of uh, Missoula High School basketball here in segment two. We got plenty more coming up for you throughout the show as well. I wanted to talk a little NBA. We also have so much football to get to. That'll be coming up in hour number two, as well as we'll hear from Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports, to kick off hour number two. But this is our Garden City Spotlight. Garden City Spotlight brought to you, as always, by the Missoula Electric Co-op. Want to thank our partners at the Missoula Electric Co-op. MEC strives to uphold a commitment to service excellence while delivering safe, affordable, and reliable electricity to its members. Though the cooperative is consistently evolving, its mission and outlook remain the same. We are neighbors helping neighbors, and together we provide safe, affordable, and reliable energy to our member owners. You kicked off our talk about Missoula High School basketball in the first segment by talking about Loyola, both the boys and the girls. Of course, the boys defending state champions. And it looks like they're they're in prime position to do that again. Still undefeated, 12-0. and 0. Uh, they're, they're running through teams. I believe they've had one game decided by single digits. Yeah, that's just, it's a, it's a testament to what's called generational basketball. When you think about Scotty Anderson, uh, he's a stalwart and a longtime just anchor in that community and within the basketball team. And I think this is his second stint around. He uh, took some time off. And, uh, and, you know, Eddie Stack held down the helm for a couple of years and has some very good successful teams uh, in, 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 in his stead as well. And now he's back with Eddie's brother, um, Toby. And then now we're talking third generation. So you have a, a coach that's been coached by a coach who's now coaching the coach's son, who's been coached now by both and several others. What we're seeing is there's a difference, and this is one of my selling points for, for Sentinel football, is there's a difference between a team and a program. And right now, you know, and I'm just throwing a, a, a team out there, so please don't, you know, key my car if, if you think I'm trying to personalize things. Say it's Ronan. Ronan's got a great team. Ronan's a good team, right? Loyola's building a program. And when you have a program and you have a history of a program and you've got some lineage and you've got some DNA vested in there as well, you start playing differently. You start thinking differently. You start reacting differently. You start promoting yourself differently. And the way they are playing basketball, it's 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 like watching men play boys at times. Um, they are also doing it very selflessly. Um, the last two years, the way in which they did it, and going back to uh, you know we were talking about some of the girls around the state, how they do it and who they are doing it with is great. The other thing is the program development that comes behind there. Because after Ethan Stack and company are getting their, you know, 17, 18 points, you're able to develop those younger guys because of the point cushion. So now, like, traditionally speaking, you're getting kids who are getting quality minutes against quality opponents. You know, they're like, they're not all suit cans. Loyal is just that much better than everyone else. Um, you're getting kids that are getting prime time minutes and getting primed for that home stretch. So say if someone gets hurt or someone becomes academically ineligible or someone wants to take their son to a trip down to Vegas, you know, <laughs> those those kids that would have only played two to three minutes a game are playing seven to eight minutes a game and are now being groomed to do better things um, going down the road. So um, 
Loyola looks tough. Uh, just stay focused. It is it is easy to get caught up in 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 what people talk about and and say. Just stay focused. Keep things close to the vest, under the house, uh, under the roof, and in house. And we'll be talking about them repeating again next year. Because you got to remember, the majority of the nucleus team are juniors. They're coming back. They're coming back. Yep. So like second verse, same as the first. You know, like we'll we'll be having this conversation. And well, it's a leap year this year. We'll be having this conversation in three hundred and sixty six days from now. Yeah, we'll be checking in with certainly with Scott Anderson at some point later in this season because we expect the Missoula Loyola boys to be there at the very end. You're listening to Nuanez now, 102.9 ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. We're not on the ESPN MT app today. That's because Grizz Hockey is going to be on the ESPN MT app later tonight. Grizz Hockey, I've heard, made it safely to Boise, Idaho. They're playing Boise State tonight and tomorrow. We'll have those games for you both on 102.9 ESPN Radio and the ESPN MT app. So get that app in your life. It's your place to find all live and archived Grizz Hockey games as well as Nuanez Now episodes. I'm Andrew Houghton sitting in here today on this beautiful Friday afternoon for Colter Nuanez. I'm joined by Rajim Seabrook. And Raj, great night last night for the Class AA teams in the city of Missoula. Going to run it down real quick. Last night... Big Sky Boys beat Helena 56-49 behind 20 points for Carson Tao, 18 points for Zay Reed. The Sentinel Boys beat Flathead 50-39, 17 points for a familiar name, Grady Walker. You know, he's, he's, he's all right. He's a decent athlete. He's, a, he's an okay athlete. Are you kidding me? The kid's a machine. He's a machine. He's a menace, man. And he's Woo. coming. We'll see him on the football field next year right here in Missoula because he's staying home and playing football for the Grizz. Huge get for the Grizz out yeah. of Missoula Sentinel this year. Oh, yeah. But he's pretty good on the basketball court, too. Sentinel boys moved to 6-3 and three with that win. Hellgate boys keep rolling. Beat Glacier 60-39, to 39, 22 points for Easton Sant, who uh, one of maybe the best point guard in the state. I love watching kids like that. Just point guards who have it all together. They can score. They can pass. They can take over when they need to. He's got a little Isaiah Thomas in him. That that's dude, like every prototype point guard. Every time I watch him, I just think like whoever sat this kid down and like duct taped his eyes open to watch old school basketball and like because his efficiency is so off the charts. Yeah. It's like watching a little bit of Isaiah. I love it. Bringing it back. I love that as well. Of course, you always gotta watch out for Missoula Hellgate. That win moves them to nine and one. The Knights. Uh, their only loss was early in the season by one point to Billings West. Since then, they've won eight straight. Uh, so they're gonna they're gonna be a problem at state, and of course, the state tournament for Class AA in Missoula this year will bring you plenty of coverage of that as that Class AA state boys and girls basketball tournaments draw nearer. So keep it locked to 102.9 ESPN Radio. So sweep for the Missoula Class AA boys teams last night. Sweep for the girls as well. Big Sky girls beat Helena 64 to 53, 22 points for Audrey Hale. 20 points for Cadence Couture, who's another one of those just Division One talents we've been talking about. She's going to Idaho. Uh, 14 for Avery DeCoit, who's a couple years away. Oh, uh, but she is also dude. definitely a Division One talent, regardless of whether she chooses uh, basketball. She might be a D1 soccer player as well. Might be. You should be ashamed of yourself for saying that thing. Hey, I've been man, here. my man Dave DeCoy, who I play football, he's you better watch out. He might punch in your ear for that statement. I'm I've just been saying. hearing about her on the soccer thing for two straight years. Everybody around the state is saying, watch out for that girl. But it translates to the basketball court as oh, well. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it does. 
Uh, Big Sky Girls, by the way, with that win, moved to 10-1, so they're going to be a problem at State as well. Sentinel Girls last night beat Flathead 58-51, 23 points for Emily McElmurray. Uh, and to wrap it up, the Hellgate Girls beat Glacier 53-45 to behind 13 points from Ellie Reed. Uh, so 6-0 and for the Class AA teams in Missoula last night. Love me some Ellie Reed. That girl can ball. Yeah. And she's my birthday buddy. We have the same birthday. I coached her all through middle school. That's a great kid who is just tipping the iceberg. That's a great kid right there. When is your birthday, Rajim? February 10th. Oh, it's coming up. I'm, I'm an old man. I'm officially an old fart, everybody. We're going to have some, some cake at the studio for you, at least so we can celebrate with some cake. Don't You know what? You, you make me think about cake, and I just ate my way into type 2 diabetes. Leave it at home. I don't need it. Uh approaching birthday boy Rajim Seabrook joining us here in studio Nuan is now 102.9 ESPN radio as well as SWX Montana I'm sitting in here for Coulter Nuanez. happy to be with you we've talked all the way around basketball across the state and in the Garden City for the first two segments we're going to take it national in the next segment let's talk a little NBA yeah I can't wait it's an interesting season let's go We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio. We promised you some Cypress Hill on Nuanas Now. We got you some Cypress Hill on Nuanas Now. You're listening to Nuanas Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. If you're looking at SWX Montana Television, you see. Uh, the handsome face of Rajim Seabrook in the studio, happy enough to be our co-host here on Friday. I'm Andrew Houghton from Behind the Glass. I'll be back in there in a second. We're going to talk some NBA here in segment number three. Uh, but Rajim, just uh, run me down that song and, and Cypress Hill's place in hip-hop history. Just for I don't care who you are, where you're from, you put that on, you put the neck widget in, you just start kind of bopping your head. Well, that was their hit. That was their second hit single off their second album. Their first album, which came out in ninety, I think ninety one, ninety either somewhere between ninety and ninety two, uh, was just was just crazy. The the pendulum had fully swung um, to the West Coast, and the new influence of hip hop. Um, you had stuff like Cypress Hills, N.W.A., the disbandment of N.W.A., and then the individual members doing their things. Guys like Too Short, and you had this very very interesting uh diverse uh hip-hop in one state because north north bay cali um laid back hieroglyphics hip-hop was way different than what dre was doing down in compton um you know what too short was doing was way different than what del the funky homo sapien was doing and then later the far side and then House of Pain, which was also uh, one of the forefathers or godfathers of 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 including the Hispanic aspect of hip hop that was not from the East Coast. So um, just just important important figures in that in that music and the culture, and then within and how it translates into sports as well. Hip hop history in all sports as well here on one hundred two point nine ESPN Radio. We're always going to have fun on Friday with Rajim Seabrook in the studio. Too much caffeine. And this might be the most fun that, that I'm going to have on this show uh, all year because we're going to talk a little bit of NBA right now. Yeah. We've got to get to the second hour pretty quick here. We've got Carolyn, chick who doesn't know sports, coming in to lead off the second hour. Can't wait to, to bring that segment to you. Uh, and then Rajim will be back in here talking a little football mm. to bring you home here on your Friday. 
But I wanted to talk NBA. So many storylines. We've only got a couple minutes. What stood out to you the most? I mean, we're about halfway through the season here. All-Star starters just got announced yesterday. Yeah, I always like that because they usually the All-Star break is usually right around my birthday, and it's always kind of fun just to watch that with, like, eight-year-old eyes. Uh, it's my favorite All-Star weekend of all sports. Uh, it's an interesting, weird year. Uh, you have teams that started strong that are kind of pizzling out. Injuries have been the, the key, as any season does, but just key injuries to guys that we are used to seeing kind of uh, be there. Uh, and then my other two points, we are seeing the passing of the guard. Uh, we're seeing guys like eventually that will just not be here in the next season that have, you know, graced our video game covers, our magazines, our card collections for the last couple of years. Um, just it happens. Father, father time has no losses. And then the other thing is just how bad the are the Pistons? Like, should they even be allowed to be an NBA franchise anymore? Well, it's a problem that's not only the Pistons. It's unfortunately the Washington Wizards. The Charlotte Hornets, Portland Trailblazers are horrible. Horrible. Uh, you've got four or five teams that are among the worst teams in NBA history, even if the Pistons have got all the headlines because they lost 28 games in a row. Jeez Louise. It makes sense in a year like last year. you got Victor Wembanyama at the top of the draft. Everybody thought that Scoot Henderson was, was going to be that level of prospect as well. The draft this year is not good. Dude. There's no Victor Wembanyama. There's no LeBron James. No, sir. There's not even a, a John Wall or a Zion Williamson. Sir. Nobody like that in this draft. And yet you still have four or five teams who do not look like they belong on an NBA basketball court from night to night. And unfortunately, one of them is in my hometown of Washington, D.C. I like I talk about something a little bit happier here. I love your point about the generations. Yeah, and, and we have that really clearly defined right now because we have the old guard that, that's fading out. I mean, LeBron James is starting his 20th All-Star game this year. Ridiculous. LeBron is not of this planet, but you got to think that he's going to start fading away more precipitously soon. You got him, you got Kawhi Leonard, you got Kevin Durant. Yep. Those guys are on their way out. Steph Curry and the rest of that Warriors team as well. They're fading out. Now, all those teams might be contenders this year. Talking about the Lakers, the Clippers, the Suns, the Warriors. Not so sure about the Warriors. Those first three teams should be contending this year still. Mm -hmm. Agreed. But they're not where they were at the height of their powers. But you also have the generation that's here right now. Nikola Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum. All those guys are at or very near the peak of their powers. But you also have, like you mentioned... We're seeing this year more than ever the new generation rise up. And I'm talking about the Thunder with Shea Gilgis, Alexander, and Chet Holmgren. The Spurs are terrible, but Victor Wembanyama is going to be somebody. You can see it every time you watch them play. Uh, and you also got teams like the Timberwolves with Anthony Edwards. They're tied with the Thunder. Or uh, I checked this yesterday. They might have played last night. But the Thunder and the Timberwolves were tied at the top of the Western Conference. You can see all of these sort of generations right now really well stratified yeah the young talent is starting to mature and i like what you talked about wemby is wemby raw absolutely is he physically underdeveloped for the counterparts the kid's still a teenager i mean that's the thing he is all of those things and he's averaging in the last month 25 points nine rebounds and three and a half blocks a game 
and they've only got him playing 25 minutes a game. Like, he's raw. He's not anywhere close to what he's going to be. Oh, no. What he is right now is terrifying. It, it is. And there's just this certain level of the of, of, of young people that are just freak athletes. Like, they happen to play basketball, right. but they're also just freak athletes. Right. And that's what we're seeing, and that's what's on display. And that is slowly matriculating into the NBA. We're just... We're starting just to see this new evolution of basketball player past what we're used used to being able to see. Like it's I've never seen a person Wemby's size play like he's Allen Iverson size at times. Just with you know what I mean? Like the the, the, the eyes are being tricked into a new reality. My perception It doesn't has, look like anything you've ever seen before. No, man, and I'm having a willing suspension of disbelief right. like this is the new state of basketball. And then I'm seeing it on the high school level. I'm seeing it on the collegiate level. Like kids are I mean, humans have just evolved physically that the game is changing. Like when you look we can look at football, we can look at soccer, right. we can look at boxing, like Humans have evolved, and the games are changing because of it. But you're right; it's the the easy we can see, we can look at it in all those sports. It's easiest to see in basketball because they're on the court wearing a jersey and shorts. Yep. you can see how people are changing, and and the level of athleticism that they're allowed to reach in basketball is so crazy that Absolutely. you can see it really clearly. And you think about, I mean. Six years ago, we thought Kristaps Porzingis was like the apex of evolution when he came out of Europe, right? And now Kristaps Porzingis, he's a, he's a damn good player. He's probably the third best player on a Celtics team that's the best, at least right now, team in the league. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Victor Wembanyama though, is like two steps past him. Nasty. And so the one that opened, the play that opened my eyes... He had this great duel against Giannis Antetokounmpo a, a couple weeks ago. Now he, he steals the ball. He's in the he's in the open court. He puts it behind his back to get around Damian Lillard. Just picks it up like a guard would. He looked like Jamal Crawford. Puts it behind his back to get around Damian Lillard. He dunks on Brooke Lopez, who's coming from behind. Just looks like the easiest thing in the world. And you're like, like he said, suspend my sense of belief. Of disbelief. <laughs> Willing suspension of disbelief. Because uh, nobody who who looks like that should be able to move like that and do those kinds of things. So, Oh, dude, I'm seeing it there. I mean, i just seeing it everywhere. And then we're right on the eve of the Olympics where, like, freak athletes are just everywhere. everywhere. Um, yeah, it's just a really interesting time of the human genome within professional athletes, the evolution, like, uh, of the body. Um, and it's 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 very interesting to watch, man. And it's and it's happening across sports in general. When you're watching, you know, six nine, three hundred and twenty pound linemen yep. run forty yards in five flat. Now, there's some dudes out there that are like behemoths that are moving, that are inching towards, you know, being able to do what quote unquote skill positions are doing. You know, or you're watching Shohei Otani throw ninety nine miles an hour and hit hit four hundred and eighty foot home runs. Unheard of. Baffling. It's a great great topic of conversation. Let's go. I love it. I'm Andrew Houghton filling in here on Nuanez now for Coulter Nuanez, Rajim Seabrook, Ryan Shotgun with me today. Love to keep going, uh, talking about that, talking about the NBA. We're going to talk more NBA on this show, uh, but it's going to have to wait for the second hour or maybe um, further into the future because we got to get out. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. 
We'll hear from Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports. Get ready to have some more laughs. You're listening to Nuanez Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.